Hey, it's Pat. I want to make sure you know about an upcoming event we're calling the Backstage Brainstorm. I do this show every day to bring people together so we can grow our businesses with one another. The next step is to join us for a brainstorming meeting. I want to meet you. I want to get to know you and your business. And I want to introduce you to the Idea Slam feedback and brainstorming sessions that we do inside the Idea Collective. It's a totally free, totally fun event. Click the link and you can sign up and be our guest. The Backstage brainstorms coming up next on September 27th. All right, let's start the show. Good morning. Holy cow, it's Thursday morning already. Wow. Small Business Mornings, that's the name of the show. It's on the air. I'm Pat Miller, your host. I'm the Idea Coach, and I'm here with you this morning. So good morning and welcome. If you're just tuning in for the first time, this is a daily meeting for small business founders everywhere. And the last 24 hours since our show yesterday, because daily meeting, you got that part, right? It's been a really fun 24 hours because as we start to do the show, we're starting to get feedback because folks that are watching the show are saying, hey, I'm watching the show. And if you're watching the show, tell us in the comments on the platform that you're watching on. That way we know that you're there. But in the last 24 hours, I've had people reach out and the feedback has been interesting. <laughs> I didn't have one. I had two different unrelated people tell me that this show reminds them of the 1970s TV. I'll expand more on that in a minute. I was told that I need to rip apart and rebuild my entire set uh, with love. Someone who I care about, they care about me, said, you know, bro, you can do better. Okay, that was great. And everyone got a giant laugh out of me fighting my computer yesterday, which was great. And I did enjoy fighting my computer, and apparently you enjoyed. So, uh, Stephanie Kurd, good morning. Uh, welcome to the show. Thanks for tuning in. So, yeah, we'll see if my computer behaves today. So, on today's show, we, <laughs> we got some cool stuff. We've got our news you need to know, and I actually have news today with big fat meaning. Um, news so big that you'd think you would have heard about it. You'd think that we'd be salivating at the news that was broken yesterday. Uh, but it didn't even make a dent, probably because it's not a Kardashian. So uh, we will talk about that. Uh, Teresa, good morning. Welcome to the show. We had a killer idea shared with me for the fundraiser for the Islands of Brilliance that we're doing with the Savannah Bananas. Uh, it's so good. I can't wait to share it with you. Uh, so thank you for sharing that with me. And look at all these beautiful people. Rico, my buddy. Great to see you again. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, Barbara, it's great to see you as well. So thanks for weighing in this morning and saying hello. All right. So our question of the day today is how do you get your exercise and how do you hold yourself accountable? That'll be fun. But it is something we do need to talk about. And as always, your questions, comments, and sarcastic remarks in the chat. So light it up. Tell me that you're here uh, and we will get on with it. Okay, so the feedback on the show. I just want to start with this because I thought it was funny. Two different people compared me to shows that were on the air in the 1970s. And it was very flattering because the people they compared me to were like heroes of mine. One person said it kind of felt like Johnny Carson and Dick Cavett. Okay. Another person said it was kind of like Carol Burnett. <laughs> okay. All, again, all compliments for sure. Uh, but then someone told me yesterday that the show feels like you're checking in with a friend to see how they're doing today. Bingo. 
freaking bingo. That's what it is. This show, Small Business Mornings, is for small business owners. And why? Because no one understands what it's like to lead a small business if they're not leading a small business. So this show is about helping you get through your day because I know what it's like to be a small business owner and so do you. And there are officially zero shows on the planet live talking to you about the lifestyle. That's why we're doing this. All right, let's get to the news. And man, we've got some beautiful people here. Gek came back today. What up, Gek? Good to see you. Uh, And thank you for uh, tuning in today. All right, so news. There's one piece of news you need to know as a small business owner, and then two pieces of news that are completely unrelated, yet weirdly related, uh, because to me, it's kind of scary that they happened and we didn't hear about it, okay? So the piece of news that you need to know, the Fed raised interest rates again yesterday. They raised interest rates by a quarter of a point, and our interest rates are now at the highest level in 22 years. It's the 11th rate increase since last year. Okay, what does that mean? Okay, explain it to me like I'm five. Borrowing money is more expensive, more expensive than it's been in a long time. There's your explanation. So if you need money right now, it's going to cost you more. There it is. What else does this mean? Well, it means the Fed is trying to slow down the economy to fight inflation. Got it. Inflation's going crazy. We all know that. What else does that mean? That means that they're still not sure if inflation's under control. They're trying to slow it down, but you got to keep on paying attention to inflation. So that's what it's telling you. They're trying to slow the economy down. And if you need money right now, it's going to cost you more. So there you go. Straight business. That's your business thing of the day. Here are the two stories that are way more interesting to talk about. And when you combine them, you realize there's so much happening that you're not hearing about. You're just not hearing about it. And this isn't a conspiracy theory rant as much as a what the hell is going on kind of thing. So in Congress yesterday, this is legitimate in Congress yesterday, a former military intelligence officer turned whistleblower testified under oath, under oath, that the government has found UFOs. But that's not all. So that could be all. And that would be a wake someone out of bed. Did you hear we found UFOs? That's a thing. But that's not all. The dude said, yeah, well, of course we found UFOs. And not only did we find UFOs, there's a government program that's trying to reverse engineer their technology. But that's not all. He also said, yeah, at one of the crash sites, we found some biologics that were non-human. Wait a minute. Hold what? Yesterday in Congress, a military intelligence dude under oath looked at living, breathing Congress people, senators or whoever the hell they were and said, oh, yeah, UFOs, we got them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They got some really cool technology. We're trying to figure it out. Oh, and by the way, aliens. Did you hear that story? Did you see that story in your social media feed yesterday? Uh, what? Huh? That's my official reaction. Huh? Now, when you combine it to the second story, 
this is where stuff gets really crazy. And we have to just take a step back and, and wonder what is going on. Okay. Here's the second story. That's crazy. Cause it's, it's crazy. Science nerd Twitter. That's a department of Twitter. It's going crazy because unlimited, stable, clean fusion energy might be around the corner. Now, in science years, that might be 10 years, but close enough to get excited about it. Now, unlimited, clean, stable fusion energy might be a thing. Now, what does fusion energy mean? Right now, nuclear power is fission, right? We split the atom and we have these controlled explosions, right? Kicks off an untold amount of energy and we use it for powering things. Fusion is what it sounds like. They smash the particles together to become one and a ton of energy is released, but there's no mushroom cloud, right? So the report that came out yesterday is that room temperature superconductivity happened. Mm, that sounds interesting. What does that mean? It means that we're this close to unlimited cheap nuclear power. And what does that mean? Things like quantum desk computers, like the computer I was fighting with yesterday might be like a billion times more powerful than it was, so it probably wouldn't freeze on the live stream. It would mean no climate pollution, right? There'd be no carbon, nothing like that. And it would mean our entire world, entire world changes. That's what all this would mean. So in one day, one day, we had two stories that were like, what? Aliens in a warehouse and energy is solved forever. Like, aren't those the two biggest questions of mankind ever? I mean, think back to where, ooh, made fire, right? Energy. Yesterday, there's a report that says, yeah, energy, fix that, check, and are we alone in the universe? No, we're not. Both of those stories happened yesterday. Now, did you hear about it? Did you hear about those two stories in real time yesterday? And that's where, just got to get in my soapbox, going to do it too bad. The news is broken and social media is broken. Do you know why? The news is not built to inform you. The news is built to drive ratings so they can sell ads. And social media is broken because it's not built to inform you. It's built to engage. It's built to keep you clicking. It's built to keep you on the platform. There's no money in information. There's money in engagement. And it's all broken. And I'm not even being critical of it. It's just a fact. So if we're getting all of our news from people who aren't incentivized to inform us, they're incentivized to engage us, what does that mean? And here's another thing. Here's another thing. What do you think? Like, let's just pretend. Let's just play this out for a second. Let's pretend that the science nerds are accurate. Let, let's pretend that they really did solve power forever and fusion is a thing. Our entire economy goes upside down instantly. Oil, don't need that. Coal, coal. Nuclear fission? No. We don't need trucking. We don't need pipelines. We don't need refineries. We don't need power plants. We don't need gas stations. We don't need batteries. We don't need all of these things. Like everything would change. 
money, influence, power, all of that, all of it would change instantly. Isn't that crazy? It's unbelievable. So here's the deep thought part. You recently, in the last six months, have been faced with an existential crisis just like this. And I'm going to challenge you because some of you and some of the folks that are on this call, Stephanie Kern, website designer, Teresa Wilmot, graphic designer, some of you have been faced with something just like this. And if you think um, that the powers that be are going to react in a great way, like, oh, good, energy solved, no big deal. Like, you think they're not going to get up in arms about this. I'll challenge you because you may have reacted the exact same way. About six months ago, here comes AI, generative AI. And the news story was, well, AI can be your graphic designer. AI can design your websites. AI can write your copy. AI can do whatever it is. And did you say, great, guess I'll find something else to do. No, that's not what you did. You said, wait, hey, wait a minute. Do you see what I mean? You got defensive. It's like, oh no, I need to exist. I'm so that's what's going to happen. Like if if fusion fusion if fusion energy is really a thing, everyone that's making energy right now is going to be like, um, hold on, wait a minute, mm, hold on. It's going to be crazy, and it's going to change everything. So is it going to happen? I don't know if it's going to happen. And I don't know if the fusion story is true. And I don't know if the alien story is true. I don't know if any of it's true, but it's wild that those two news stories happened. And it's even wilder to think that those two stories happened and you may or may not have heard about them until now, until the guy in his basement in a sweatshirt decided to tell you about them. Isn't it fascinating just to show how the information pipeline is a little bit kind of, you know, kind of interesting right now? Optimize for engagement, not information. Wild. Okay, so let's make things better. That was kind of heavy, right? Should we go to something that's lighter? Let's go to something that's a little bit lighter. Before we do something a little bit lighter, I do want to remind you, we're podcasting the show now. So if you don't want to find us on social media every day, while we love having you, because your questions, comments, and sarcastic remarks are what makes the show the show, you can download the podcast. Just click the QR code. It's in the corner, and it's also right here. But that way... You can see what's going on every day with Small Business Mornings. Okay, let's do the meme. Should we do the meme of the day? Because it's kind of more lighthearted than the world is going to end and uh, aliens are here. So here's the lighthearted one of the day. Now, I want you, this is a little window, window into my sense of humor. This made me laugh out loud for minutes because it's, well, here it is. You ready? Meme of the day. The wage gap isn't real. Men just tend to go for higher paying jobs, like doctor, engineer, and CEO, whereas women go for lower paying jobs, like female doctor, female engineer, and females. <laughs> and maybe I laughed for 10 minutes. I laughed for 10 minutes because it's true and it needs to be fixed. But the way that that was written made me laugh so hard. I don't know why that tweet made me laugh so hard. It, it, it's just a beautiful joke. It's a beautiful joke and a terribly serious problem that needs to get fixed, blah, blah, blah. You know that. You know I know that. I just thought it was hilarious. And here's another thing. If you saw that tweet and you're like, huh, that Pat Miller guy, I don't agree with him. Well, then there are a lot of shows on the internet. Go find one because I thought that was funny. And if you didn't think that was funny, then that's a you problem, not a me problem. 
So I thought it was hilarious. So I hope you enjoyed it as well. All right, let's do our question of the day, shall we? Question of the day today. Boy, this one's uplifting. This is really an uplifting show for many of us. Um, do you exercise? Do you? And if you do, how do you hold yourself accountable? This is one of those questions that faces all of us. <laughs> do you exercise? Uh, many of us don't do it enough, me included. And it's always something that's sitting on our mind. So I'm asking you today to reflect, are you exercising enough? And if you do, how do you hold yourself accountable? So it comes into like three different camps. I don't exercise at all. That's one of them, right? I don't exercise. The second camp is, oh, I do exercise, but it's a constant cycle. I get motivated then I disappoint myself, then I fall into self-loathing and hate myself, and then I go back to motivation, and it goes right back through the cycle of disappointing myself and then self-loathing and then back to motivation, and I'll do it for four or five days, and then I'll stop. So either you don't do it, one, two, you are going through the cycle of starting and stopping, or three, and you know who these people are, I do it every day because my personality defects will simply overwhelm you if I don't work out in the morning. <laughs> we know those people too, right? Like working out is therapy for some folks. And God bless, I wish I had the discipline to do it every day. So either you don't or you do not consistently or you do it every day simply to make sure that you can get through the day and everyone can get through the day with you. But it's important and we know that. And I'm sitting here thinking, well, you know, it's summer. So maybe golfing is enough exercise. I keep telling myself that. Oh, you know what I'll do? Not only will I golf a lot as my exercise, I will um, golf a lot and I'll walk and carry my clubs. And surely that will make me look like Jason Momoa if I carry my clubs on the golf course. Uh, it's not working at all. Uh, so I need to get a little bit more active. My waistline is not really doing all that much. And um, there's a fit club inside the Idea Collective. So shout out to Kate Carter and the fit club inside our online community, leading the discussion to try and keep all of us going. So Kate, I really appreciate that. And I'm going to be working out later this afternoon. So if you're free for a round of golf today, hit me up because uh, I think I'm going to have to go out and uh, play 18 today. All right, let's do the great big idea. Should we share the great big idea? Because I love this great big idea. And the great big idea comes from the smartest person that I know. Uh, is a great big idea for the Savannah Bananas fundraiser for the Islands of Brilliance. Now, the Islands of Brilliance, you've heard me talking about this. The Islands of Brilliance is an incredible organization here in Milwaukee that serves neurodiverse and autistic kids to build life skills and confidence, primarily through art and socialization, getting them together. It's an amazing program. And we are doing a big fundraiser uh, in early September with the one and only world-famous Savannah Bananas, where they're coming to town and we're going to party with the team and then go that, see them play ball on um, Saturday, September 9th. It's going to be great. So we have tickets on sale right now inside the Idea Collective. We are currently at 54 of the 120 tickets are already sold. They've been on sale for three days. It's unbelievable. 
Tickets go on sale to the public Monday. But the idea, now I said it was from the smartest person I know, and I'm pretty much determined that the smartest person I know is my son. He's like super smart. He's like an AI bot. He's the one that went to Brown College over the summer and it wasn't hard enough for him. He's a freak. I love him, but he's a freak. But he came up with this idea for the Islands of Brilliance charity fundraiser. And this is so good, I want to do it right now. I'm not going to do it right now. But it's too good not to share. So we're talking about, okay, uh, how do we raise more money for the Islands of Brilliance about this fundraiser? And we were kind of talking about the show because he watches this show sometimes. And he came up with an idea. So good. The idea is an idea slam a thon. So if we're just meeting, hi, I'm Pat Miller, the idea coach. Inside the idea collective, our core deliverable is we do brainstorming meetings twice a week, every week, where people bring in their challenges and opportunities, and we brainstorm ways for them forward. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's so much fun. And on this show, when people are ready to bring their challenges and opportunities to the air, they can call in and we will brainstorm together. I can ask you some questions about the thing that you're facing. The folks in the chat can come up with ideas for you. It's a great opportunity. And we've even installed a no camera call-in policy. So if you look like this, you don't have to be on camera, right? It's brilliant. But this idea, the idea slamathon. This is so good. So two weeks in advance, we would tell everyone, hey, this date is the Idea Slamathon. Do you want to participate? And what would happen is people would uh, make a donation to Islands of Brilliance. They would come on the show. We would do the Idea Slam for them, right? But the Slamathon part of it is we wouldn't stop until the donations stop. So someone comes on, we brainstorm. Hey, Terry, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Have a great day. Bloop, who's next? This person. Who's next? This person. Oh my God, who's next? This person. Oh my God, who's next? This could go on for hours. This could go on for half a day. And all the time, we're raising money for Islands of Brilliance. It's it's such, am I crazy? Is this not a great idea? It sounds like so much fun. One, because I'd get to do what I love to do, which is create ideas. And two, we'd be able to raise a bunch of money for Islands of Brilliance, which I think would be awesome. But how long do you think it would go on? Do you think it would go on for 10 minutes? Do you think it would go on for an hour? And there would get to be a point where you would just want to see me suffer. <laughs> like if I'm creating ideas for two hours or three hours or five hours or 12 hours? How do you think I would, uh, react? It would, it would be a, it would be a show. That's for sure. And I'd need to call in some backup too. I'd probably have to bring in some of the really smart kids in my world to come in and help me with the brainstorming. And you'd have to be there in the chat to help us do it as well. But don't you think, and this is really my decision-making process don't you think that's dumb enough to try? I think that's dumb enough to try. And Teresa asks a great question. So how would everyone donate? I think what we would do is we would create a QR code. 
a QR code like this one. And we'd pre-promote it for a couple of weeks. And we would tell people, reserve your spot in the Idea Slamathon, click the link. And you'd get like a Calendly link where you could book your time. You'd make your donation, book your time. And that way, going into it, I would know, all right, Teresa's on at 9, Bob's on at 9.15, Sally's on at 9.30, whatever it might be, and list, 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 list. And we would just keep on adding slots. So people would pay, the money would go to Islands of Brilliance, and then you'd get to watch me be tortured, which who doesn't want that? Now, along the way, we'd come up with some fun business strategies. We'd raise a ton of money for Islands of Brilliance. But isn't that dumb enough to try? Don't you think? Please, talk me out of this. Please. And Gek, you got a great point here. My guess is four hours, and I would certainly donate to get a question asked. Thank you, Gecko. Appreciate it. Four hour, Four hours. Now, for those of you that have participated in an idea slam, can you imagine four hours of idea slamming? Again, the show would be hilarious just to watch me suffer. Who doesn't want that? You're right, Teresa. Who doesn't want that? Everyone wants that. Okay. So this has been really, really fun. Okay. So yes, Barbara's got a great idea too, Barbara and her mobile genius here. Uh, we could do a text campaign, text islands to the number. And you know what's funny? We can do that. We have our text all set and ready to go. You could text islands to the number and reserve your spot. We could do both ways. Barbara Casey, mobile high five. You're exactly right. Thank you for the idea. I appreciate it. All right. So we talked about a lot today. We talked about aliens. We talked about fixing power forever. We shared an inappropriate meme, which is still hilarious to me. I just can't get over how funny that is. Uh, and we shared the idea of the year thanks to my son, which I think is fantastic. So here's what I want you to do. If you're enjoying the show, would you reach out and let me know? Because this is all a test, by the way. I'm doing a 30-day test of this show to see if this is worth doing. And if it is worth doing, then we're going to keep on doing it. And if it's not worth doing, then I'm just going to flip it off and go hit golf balls or something. But I'm having fun with it. And if you're having fun with it, let me know and click uh, the link or the QR code that's on the screen and you can subscribe to the daily podcast. So if you're not near your social media, you can get the show delivered to your podcast feed every single day, uh, just as a part of the program. All right. Well, I think that's enough for today. I'm Pat Miller, the idea coach. I am the founder of the idea collective. I'm walking myself into gallons of pain for the islands of brilliance. And I'm really, really grateful that you're here today. So thanks for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow morning at 9 a.m.